0: Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. The Bible says, Now Cornelius was expecting Peter, and he had called together his relatives and his close friends, and when Peter entered, Cornelius met him. He fell at his feet and worshiped him. Once again, we see this, this displaced worship in the heart of Cornelius. He, he, he longs for truth, but he doesn't know what the truth is just yet. I mean, he was crying out to God in, in such a way that, that, that it caused God to, to, to incline his ear toward him in order that he might save him, but a gospel messenger is still needed. And Cornelius, he's he's trying to to reckon all this out because he wants to know God in a deep, personal, intimate way, but he doesn't know the way just yet. So when Peter walks in the door, Cornelius falls down and worships him thinking to himself, maybe Peter's the Savior. Maybe Peter is, is, is some divine messenger. He's not really sure yet. But Cornelius, in an act of worship, falls down before him. But Peter says, stand up. I myself also am a man. And while talking with him, this is chapter 10, verse 27 of Acts. And while talking with him, he went on and found that many had come together there. And Peter said to them, you know, it's forbidden for a Jewish man to associate or even eat with a foreigner or even visit with a foreigner. But God has shown me that I must not call any person common or unclean. And that's why I came without any objection when I, sent, when I was sent for. So I ask, why did you send for me? Don't you love, 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 verse 28, but God has shown me. That I must not call any person common or unclean. Friends, let me just remind you today that that this entire globe today is full of people. And let me remind you today that the the globe is, is full of people of different colors and different languages, different heights It's full of people of different sizes, full of people with different languages. I mean, friends, the earth is a beautiful conglomerate of of, of God's creation and and humanity is a part of that. And I I think about this like in my heart. I, I think about going down here to the Atlanta Zoo. And you walk in the gates of the zoo and and we go through all of these animals in a day, like here's a lion and here's a tiger and an elephant and a giraffe and a monkey and all these fish, and then there's the snakes I mean we we see all these things and and they're all different species you know they're they're different species and they're different colors and and they're different sizes and shapes. And we stand back amazed at at this. And and we just, wow, the beauty of what God has created. And and yet when we look at the human race, oftentimes we forget that we're all the same species. We're all humans. Now now we'll look at all the animals in a a zoo and and different species, different kinds. And we'll talk about how, how amazing this creation is. But then we'll look at each other. People of the same the same flesh from all corners of the globe. And instead of saying how beautiful, we'll say because of how you look or because of your lifestyle or, or because of the choices you've made or because of your language or what side of the town you came on or your social class, you know I'm not going to have anything to do with you. and And, and, and somehow... Who God has made me is is better than who you are. And and you're not fit to, to, to hear the gospel message of Jesus because you wouldn't understand it and receive it anyway because of who you are. What a shameful thought that is. Friends, when you look across the globe today, humanity is beautiful. I mean, isn't it beautiful? I mean, it's just this beautiful part of God's creation. And we're different. Let's remember that we're different than, than every other creature walking the globe today. Of no other, uh, of no other part of creation that God ever say, I've made you in my likeness and in my image. That is a distinction given solely to us. So while the division. Why, why the lines of, of, that, that we draw in the sand and say, you know, I'm better than you because of who I am. Friends, it should never be this way. And, and, and in, in all reality, this is why the body of Christ is so beautiful, because the body of Christ is made up of people of every language, every tongue, every tribe uh, from across the globe. And we're brothers and sisters in Christ. And this is what I love. No matter where I've traveled on this globe to so many different parts of the world to share the gospel, I can find people that look so much different than me, but we're family because of Christ. Listen what Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 2. He says, so then remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcised by those called the circumcised, which is done in the flesh by human hands. And at that time, you were without the Messiah, excluded from the citizenship of Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now, In Christ Jesus, you who were far away have been brought near by the blood of the Messiah. For he is our peace, who made both groups into one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. In his flesh, he made of no effect the law consisting of commands and expressed in regulations, so that he might create in himself one new man from the two, resulting in peace. He did this so he might recognize, Reconcile both to God in one body through the cross and put the hostility to death by it. Friends, when we look at this today, we think about how divided the world is. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. Those of of the government and the media and all of these different structures that are out there, they want to divide us down social lines, down racial lines, down class lines and say, you know, you stay here, you stay here, you're not to mingle together, but no friends. Listen, in Christ Jesus, no person is, is, is unclean or common. In Christ Jesus, he has torn down the dividing wall of hostility so that in himself, he might create one new man, all of us together as one, united, standing strong through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And friends, we see this in the book of Revelation when we think about heaven. John says, I turned and I saw a multitude from every nation, from every tribe, from every tongue. Friends, the body of Christ is a beautiful, beautiful conglomerate of humanity as God is Put us together in the body of Christ. He never intended for the gospel to be for the Jew only, but also for the Gentile also for the homeless man also for the prostitute also for the drug addict also for the little boy or girl that comes from a broken home, also for the the woman who's had an abortion also for the person who's had a divorce also for the person who is a thief and a drunkard and a stealer and a murderer he has has come to save us, none of them are too unclean none of them are so far that they can't be saved, friends The foot, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. May we be intentional about reaching a lost world for Christ Jesus. Jew and Gentile alike, He alone, Christ Jesus, can bring us together. He has torn down the dividing wall. So don't look at those across the street as different than you. Don't look at those of different races as different than you. But see them as objects of grace and mercy. And go after them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the gospel of Jesus Christ that can save any lost soul.